0: Merrick Phil here on Triple M, and this man's first book, The Fighting Season, was released last year, and it was an absolute cracker. He's backed it up with another book, which I believe is even better. It's called Off Reservation. It's a story of a covert operator, Matt Ricks, a former commando in the Australian Armed Forces, and this man is a former major in our Special Forces, in the Commandos. And he joins me now, Bram Connolly. Good to have you back, mate. Hey, Mez. How are you? Very good. Congratulations on a great follow-up novel, because if you'd rooted this one up, it would have been very difficult to do this <laughs> interview.
1: Yeah, it would have been really... Well, no, you would have had a lot of material. Yeah,
0: <laughs> possibly. <laughs> mate, This uh, th- the first novel that you did, uh, The Fighting Season, was a uh, kind of based around some of your personal experiences, uh, but it was a, a, not a work of... Fiction based around your experiences in Afghanistan Mm. and it had a kind of covert nature to it. But this has just gone full spy novel now.
1: Yeah. Well, I tried to show that um, sort of progression of what would happen to a guy if he had to go off reservation with the skills that Matt Ricks had. And I think that it lent itself to a, you know, to a spy, more of a spy centric story.
0: Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yes. And it's great. I really liked it because it is, you know, it is very much in that kind of vein of a, a suspense thriller, you know, but yep. it's got all these great little notes, which are, are kind of, um, I, I suppose a, a nod to Australian huh. special forces, which yeah. you don't normally see from spy novels.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it is an, it is an Australian protagonist. And I think that one of the other things too, is I've tried to to throw in some literary fiction in there as well with it, you know, trying to understand social dynamics and mm-hmm. rolling that in there to support the story. and. It was a lot of fun to write, to be honest. It was good.
0: Well, I mean, th- w- one thing that you've got as an advantage, uh, Bram, is the fact that you've got life experience, a major in the commandos. You've served overseas, deployed that many times that it's just ridiculous. So you've got all those kind of first-hand experiences, but obviously you don't necessarily have all those experiences that you can relate first hand. Mm. but you've had to write about them anyway. And, of course, I'm talking about the sex scene.
1: Bang! Here you know, You know, the first... <laughs> I just sent a message to my wife on the way up here, and I said, I have got the feeling I'm going to get lined up for that sex scene. (laughs) But right, let me caveat this. Rachel is hot, right? Right. Seriously.
0: Okay, this is a character in the novel. character
1: in the novel. And I was just playing out every guy's fantasy where they would have wanted to take that. Mate, you certainly did. I mean, you came up with a list of
0: things I'd not even thought of.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, no no actresses were hurt in the making of that book.
0: Well, no, when the clown came in and they got on a swing, I was like... This is this still a spine novel? No, that's of course <laughs> that's of course not uh, the case. Uh, but mate, writing firsthand with these experiences, you know, yeah. having uh, combat experience, Yeah. is it does it make it easier to just find that story to keep evolving the storyline because you've got so many experiences to draw upon?
1: Yeah, I think so. And uh, you know, one of the one of the issues I think that you can have with those experiences is getting too bogged down in the detail of what it looks like, what mm. the operations room looks like, or you know, what the what the the sound of a, you know, sound of flash grenade would sound like. So I I didn't want to go down that path of, you know, really nutting out those details. And millions and millions of acronyms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's an acronym? (laughs) Everything is an acronym. Yeah, that's an That's (laughs) E-A-T-C-N. Yeah, everything's an acronym. Shorten
0: everything down. So what um, uh, what have other combat Mm. servicemen thought of your novels now? Because I know that there'd be other commandos and Mm. other uh, special forces operatives have read it.
1: Yeah, I get some great feedback. I mean, they all they all know that it's, you know, fiction and mm. and I get some really good feedback from guys. It's amazing how many people read this sort of stuff just to escape their everyday lives and what they do is they read about stuff that they used to do every day in their everyday lives to escape. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um no, I've had some great feedback from from the lads and you know, it's it's a cathartic experience as mm. I said to you last year so I get to you know anyone who I didn't like before, I put him in the book and I kill him.
0: Yeah, well, except there's a bloke in so be there. Be careful! Yeah, be careful. There's a guy in there called Merrick. I'm very concerned for. He <laughs> no no. gets a bit smart, then all of a sudden, I haven't got to the, that part yet. But apparently, he goes into a room. The room goes dark, and then he doesn't walk out. Right. Mate, these what and are then, then a lo- clown
1: and a swing come in. No, <laughs> no,
0: that's not that scene. Uh, mate, one of the things I really loved about Off Reservation too is that it's no, all it's, it's
1: Off Reservation. Off Reservation 2 hasn't come out yet.
0: No, oh, off- oh, he's good, Boom. See? That's the joke you brought in. Yeah, you
1: like that? Yeah, yeah,
0: all right. We've all got one prepared. One, of the, I think they've got one of the pipe, isn't it? So in Off Reservation, yep. you make these references to uh, things in Sydney, uh, places in Sydney that we'd know mm. about. Obviously, Holesworthy. And you talk about, uh, I don't want to spoiler alert, but you talk about a um, training scenario. Right. And it actually is going on around Sydney. You go, oh, okay, I know mm. these touch mm. points. It's mm. not as kind of a foreign concept.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we, and I've said this on a few radio interviews over the last couple of weeks is that a lot of this stuff does truly happen day in, day out because Mm. there's people out there whose job it is, is to protect society. And so for me, a lot of my adult life was spent cruising around the shadows of Sydney doing military operations. And I just think it's, it's a nice thing for someone in Australia to, to read that and understand that that's occurring while they sleep. You know, there's Mm. bad, there's, there's bad men out there who do bad things to bad people, Mm. you know, but yeah, it's, it's, I think that bringing in that, um, sort of genuine, those genuine scenes as well, make it easier to relate to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, that, and you would see, I quickly took it out of there and took it straight into Italy so people can then get out of Australia and imagine them. Yeah, yeah. somewhere else. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, Mm. it's not all all based here in Australia. Mm. Um, Obviously, it's quite an international novel in that respect. But, you know, you do talk about some Mm. of those training exercises that are conducted in and around this area. Now, from time to Hmm. time, Bram, in Sydney, we would see Black Hawk helicopters Hmm. flying around. We know that they've come from Holesworth. We know that there's Special Forces operatives on them doing training exercises. But what occurred to me is like how often there's other, you know, that's a really kind of bold statement. You see a Black Hawk helicopter, this you, is a long you,
1: setup for a joke, man. No, no, that's
0: not a joke. That's the thing. That's why it's so long. <laughs> okay. The jokes, they don't have a setup because that would require thought. But you see, you see a Black Hawk helicopter and you know, you know what's going on, yeah. right? The general public know that. But what about all the other times, Bram, like, where citizens would just be completely unaware that you guys are conducting operations?
1: Mm, mm. Yeah, well, there's secrets worth keeping. Really? Yeah.
0: You don't want to share them? No. Not at all. But how often? I mean, it just like kind of that cloak of darkness, as Mm. it were, Mm, mm. around Sydney. Is it a daily thing that Mm. you're kind of exploring those operations? (laughs) (laughs) See, now I've got you in the background. Yeah, you
1: do. Yeah, you do. Now, look. You know, and this is where this media training comes in. I'm going to change the narrative and just oh, draw this. I'm just going to draw this right out for the next oh, 17 Jesus. minutes. Where oh, I talk about like in the fullness of time with all things considered. and it's just going to yeah. turn
0: into an Australian swimmer. Uh, this is what Australian swimmers do. Really? Yeah, yeah. Or tennis players. Yeah. Oh, footy gosh. players. Pretty much oh. all sports stars. <laughs> change the narrative.
1: Um, Okay. No, I'll answer the question. So I think that you'll find that, you know, especially guys that are in the tactical assault group and, and those sort of guys, they're training day in, day out, uh, whether or not that's out at their base or whether that's doing, you know, um, things around the city. It's, it's a continual daily renewable contract where they're mm. training day in, day out.
0: So, yeah. And, you know, there's, uh, obviously in this novel, there is mm. that aspect of, uh, espionage. Who do you consult? Because I mean, I, I see when people are writing an espionage novel, they might consult a military expert like yourself with firsthand experience. Yeah. But when you're talking about like spies and, you know, uh, the CIA and, uh, other elements, international elements, who do you consult? Where do you get that kind of knowledge from? Because it's very detailed and feels very accurate.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Are you a spy? There is a, there's a <laughs> oh, very, fuck, there's a I'm very, there's a very loose overlap, isn't there? There's a very loose overlap between the military and 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 that sort of realm. Mm. Um, and you know, we would we would dabble in playing with some of that stuff. But you know, I have I have friends in different agencies and industries that I talk to and ask questions about for authenticity. Um, equipment and, you know, tactics, techniques, procedures. Um, and again, a lot of that stuff, you know, I wouldn't put something in a book that would be, um, you know, infringe on national security or something like that. So if I can't, if someone's told me something and then I can't find that thing, uh, on you know, on the internet in yeah, yeah. some way then yeah. i won't then i won't put it in the book because, so if there's if yeah.
0: if it's not already like another example out there you won't no, no. kind of support yeah, it no,
1: I don't see that as i don't see that as the selling point for the books either you know to 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 go like hunt for red october tom clancy made all this stuff up about submarines mm. And then most of it was true, and he didn't realise it. And then, then he had a. Then he was hauled across the coals for it, you know. So yeah. So well, I mean,
0: obviously, the true part was that most Russian subs were being operated by Scottishmen and sunk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what, the 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 way I sort of look at it is, if I'm going to write something, I'm going to write a story that captivates people. I don't necessarily want to write something that is, you know, people are going to look through the pages for 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 that next you know piece of technology that exists they don't know yep. about yet because. The problem with my background and and my previous life is if I make something up, like you're going to believe it. Yeah, you're going to go, oh, that must that must be real because he's made that up. Well, that's sexy. That's a great example. Of exactly, that.
0: I believe that. Yeah, I of course, mean, it's not true. It's course, ridiculous. Of
1: course, clowns don't wear shoes.
0: Of course, one of the things. What's, it, what's this? Oh, just sorry. Let's just get to the page. It has made no oh, Hang on, hang, hang on, hang on. Those. Yes, I have missionary position. What's that? That's Mate, that stuff is, obviously, I, I that's have, Hollywood fiction. I have two
1: kids. I can tell you now that that's a, that works. Well, that's when you have sex on a mission, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. There's
0: yeah. missionary well, sex. Well, remember really. last time we talked yeah. about
1: special equipment that you carry? <laughs> you know, and I've come today pre, you know, it's ready to, primary, to launch into those jokes. Is that the a primary or secondary weapon there? The acronyms the... for a... What was it last time? Dildo that we carry in yep. our packs. Special equipment. Yep. You know. yep. Let's that's, not what all those, that's what all those pouches are for.
0: What has gone wrong with this show? That we're speaking to Bram Connolly about mm. his new book, Off mm. Reservation, and mm. we're talking about him carrying dildos into this interview. It, yeah, because <laughs> that's, yeah. like, seriously... I told you if I say it, it's true. It's par for the course for this show. I think we know that. Mate, you touched on the fact that you've written about other locations around the world and the detail, Mm. particularly in uh, some of the locations in Turkey and in Italy, Mm. are really very finite. Did you need to go and travel and learn about these, or once again, you can just kind of garner enough from the internet.
1: No, I absolutely went to those places because that's why I became an author. So I could go to exotic locations. Like the, next set, the next one's set in the Maldives. I'm just waiting for my say, plane ticket. I was going to say, um, if you are going got to one, Greece in two weeks time, I'm writing,
0: I'm writing a book, which is based at school this week. So
1: <laughs> yeah. So the, my next book starts in Las Vegas. <laughs> during, during yeah. shot show yeah. and, it, and it's actually called 64 countries in 64 days. Yeah. Yeah. It and they're in, all exotic.
0: Yeah. Go okay. On. That's, that's yeah. the way to do it. So you did, you have to go over there and do some research yeah. and, yeah, and I did, yeah.
1: take notes. Yeah. Well the, the scene in Abitone, you know, if it's, if there's a cafe somewhere and something's happening in a cafe, I've sat there and imagined it and started writing. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's how I do that. Yeah. Okay. Using your imagination. Yeah. So, so I, I like to use my imagination. <laughs>
0: There's a bloke in this book who I reckon I might know is a friend of yours that you've served with, and he's a very scary unit. Yeah, isn't he? I would say that he's the most terrifying human I've ever met in my entire life. Oh. And he's in this book, and you seem to have just named him. Is he okay with that? What does he think about this? Hang and on how a does, second. Hang on how, a sec. does, how does he think about, well, you haven't named it, but I reckon I might have picked it up. But how does how does a friend of yours that you've operated with feel about being in the book and the portrayal of their character in a book?
1: Um, Okay. We're just, we're obviously talking about JJ. Yeah. hundred percent. Who, who, who is pretty good at selling himself as well, by the way, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. not bad. Yeah. But also I mean, you're too, not going to argue with him.
0: But also, too, he he did once in a bar put me to sleep um, in about two seconds. Yeah, he is a scary individual. I was holding a beer and then I was asleep and I woke up and i like, what happened there? And oh. he went,
1: I just made you go to sleep. All, all I can say is I wish people would stop messaging me saying, hey, can you just write a book about JJ? He sounds awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but what about Matt Ricks? No, no, JJ, that's a good story. <laughs> that Matt Ricks guy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks very much. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> JJ will write his own book yeah, at some stage. Yeah,
0: yeah. So clearly, you are the protagonist, and you've you've written yourself in as Matt Rix. Oh, we've
1: discussed this. Yeah. Well, I'm not Matt Ricks. No, but. M- Matt Ricks is. And what's the party line I'm using again? Uh, Um, A Good Lover. Yeah, Um, he's rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm Matt Ricks.
0: (laughs) Bram Connolly, you've got a brand new book out, the Mm. follow up to The Fighting Season. If you read The Fighting Season, I promise you this is an even better effort. It's such a progression from your first novel, Off Reservation by Bram Connolly, available in good bookstores right now. Mm.
1: Thanks, Merrick. Thanks, Liam. I'll I'll be sure to come on your show next time, mate. Yeah, you're you're welcome. welcome.
0: He'll have one. You're welcome.